we kind of had to we'll pull the the curtain back once more on this. We uh, stopped while we were talking about License to Kill. We felt it was getting a bit late in the hotel, and we could hear noises, and <laughs> certain one of us got the giggles. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's uh, we're back. Too much to drink, I think. Yeah, too much exactly. beer. Exactly. But now we're back, fresher showered all that sort of stuff and we've listened to not only the uh brosnan and dalton era sound uh soundtrack themes but we've also listened to the daniel craig ones so we've went the full gamut listened to them all and now we're here to go into it we already spoke a little i think but i think the last film we spoke about was loving daylight so let's just jump into license to kill uh you want to take the, the lead on this one How, what was your your thoughts on this one this is uh you sang this one again yeah it was gladys night gladys night okay yeah i think it was i remember it was okay i don't remember loving it yeah uh you said it reminded you a bit of goldfinger which i can see yeah the it was very it was like an homage to goldfinger wasn't it the sort of yeah the, the sort of big horns and and this kind of the tune i remember i was like I, initially when i heard it i thought well okay this i feel like i've heard this so much but i don't remember and then i realized no it's because i've i've heard goldfinger and yeah. this is you know it seems very it must surely have been intentional i don't know why you know because are those films in any way they're not really similar really i don't know it's an interesting comparison the two films yeah d- to you, does it sound like she's saying license to kilt? I think I've heard a lot of people saying that. I didn't pick up on that, I must say. Um, I think it's because there's a kind of harmony, like a backing vocal, when she goes, license to kill. Some, it's like, to kill. And it just, the way it fits in, it sounds like she's saying license to kilt. There must be a kilt shop that's called that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think it was okay. I, I That's kind of off-putting that, but it's it's a really good tune. And I think, to me, it's quite a light-hearted song, in a way. And it's a very dark film. But the film starts off in quite a bright note with um, Bond and Felix going to the wedding. Oh, that's and it, right, yeah. it comes in just it, it comes in just at the right time, but the film takes a, a sincerely dark turn mm. after that. Yeah, I suppose the theme doesn't really quite set you up for the tone of the film, does it? But it, it's good. I think you know, it's like a relief. It's to it, it brings it back home that it is 007 still mm. and all the, the shit he has to go through in the film you know, with which we'll get into all the dark stuff that happens, it kind of brings it back home that it's Bond. And it's, the again, the Bond, the original Bond theme kind of weaved into it somewhat. Yeah, exactly. And um, here's the other thing, Steve, I was just going to say, the film itself, so John Barry had um, moved on by this point, and we had Michael Kamen come in. Are you familiar with Michael Kamen? Only from the S&M yeah metallica, metallica and the yeah. San, he was the leader of the san francisco Symphony yeah so Orchestra. i kind of just that was my knowledge of him came from that he's like a legendary composer obviously he's yeah. passed away and things like that but that's really yeah that's where i he came into the things that you know i didn't really know much about him until then because the the interesting thing is it's very much a, a 1980s action movie soundtrack it's very lethal weapon-esque it's i think came in also did die hard as well you know it's which it was quite different for bond but he weaved in his own 
his own variation of the the Bond theme, which worked really well. So I can't wait till we get onto that one. In yeah, the year. 2030 or whatever <laughs> yeah. the pace these things are going. That's ridiculous. 2029, I think we'll, we'll probably get to it. You know, let's be positive. Yeah. Uh, now let's move on to this is done with the Dalton era. We're now right in the thick of it with the Brosnan era. The Bros. Starting off with an absolute banger. Goldeneye. This is one of my favourites. Yeah. I'm unashamedly a massive fan of this film. And... I also feel I love this this theme song. It's completely it it brings me back every time I listen to it to that first time I watched the film. Because for me, this was like my first James Bond theme. I was the James, I don't remember watching any other films before Goldeneye, so this is the first one I listened to. And Tina Turner blasting it out. I think she's just so great. Her voice is amazing mm-hmm. in this song, and I love. And obviously, it was written by Bono. And the edge, wasn't it? Yeah, which I I always forget, and only when we watch the title sequence when it comes up, and I go, oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. And um, it's funny because they never actually performed a Bond song, and they might have been really well suited to it. I th- you too. Would you listen to it knowing that you can maybe imagine Bono belting it out a little? I like how they're kind of because they were huge in their own right. How they are just sitting in the sidelines you see their name mentioned they're sort of pulling the the strings for you know writing this song which is kind of cool but you get such an amazing singer like tina turner singer obviously i've got the bias of being a rangers fan but all right you know it brought back the almost the the shades of shirley bassey Mm -hmm. or tom tom jones could because his vocals in thunderball um you know from you know um, you know a male vocalist which you know which was unusual at the time as well but yeah it's it really suits the vibe of the film, doesn't it? And we get the the animations in the title sequence. It's I think it's our first true 3D one, mm-hmm. and um, the statues. You know the theme of like the statue park where they oh. Bond and Trevelyan of their, their yeah. famous. Yeah, like it's again inventor. the best title sequences usually tie in really well with the film and, and, it's, and the Bond films, and that one works really well. It's got a lot of the Soviet imagery, the flag and things yeah. like that, the, the sickle and the the downfall, the, the Soviet yeah, Union statues and stuff, the Lenin statue falling over and stuff. Great stuff. The smoky vibe of the whole thing, you know. Yeah. And it's all gold as well, mm-hmm. as in Goldeneye. And the yep. title, Goldeneye, which as a... How old was it at the time when well, it came out? About eight or nine. Oh, and yeah. I thought, Goldeneye? But that's like ripping off Goldfinger. But, you know, it it, it was a tribute kind of to Ian Fleming as well, which, I, you know, I, I kind of respect now. His, his famous house in Jamaica, Goldeneye, where he wrote the books where it all started which when i later heard that he lived there i thought then they called it after the film yeah (laughs) so yeah um little ignorance there but i so that this is for me one of the one of the best up there and my we'll we'll do a ranking Uh, yes maybe one of one of the the best ones for a number of years they were they were starting to were touching the fact they were becoming a bit um lighter with the mm. kind of midly roger period i think it suits goldeneye so much it's about 1980s yes. golden as much as license to kill us as a as a thrilling action film as well there's some real danger in the film and it's a bit, a bit more of an edge to it it's the the big what six year gap or something between that yeah, and goldeneye or eight years or something goldeneye really revitalized the whole bond franchise and brought it into Absolutely. real 90s 
action films. Obviously, you could argue that the Brosnan era went away into its own silliness with how he was just he became a kind of diehard-like character. You know, he's shooting folk everywhere and all the computer games and all that sort of stuff treat him that way as well. And it completely is a 180 from, say, the Doctor No version of the character. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the the, 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 the freshness, the, the sort of impact that GoldenEye as a film had, I can see within the song and that theme, it's, it hits you and it's suited to the film. And I love it. I was just going to say, Steve, we, we spoke about the score as well, and it's oh yes, high, highly derided uh, soundtrack throughout the film. Although the film's held in quite high regard, there's a few questionable moments with the 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 kind of instruments and the just the 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 unusual tone of the music from it. It was this French composer Eric Serra, who again was a new guy to the the Bond franchise. And interestingly, I don't know if you knew this, but one one of the moments where people like myself it, actually think it works really well is the tank chase. But what happened was Eric Serra had his own song, and it was this real kind of funky electronic song, which totally didn't fit <laughs> the vibe of the film at all. You can look up in YouTube if anyone who's not listening to it, look up on YouTube it sounds crazy there's no way that would have worked with the, the whole action sequence so what so there's a, they use then? well just see for that one I think it was just that one bit there was another composer a guy called John Altman and he was he was more or less of the John Barry mould I think and he you know he came up with this tremendous um, musical sequence throughout the tank chase in St. Petersburg which you know it's it's his variation of the Bond theme it's, it's very much mm. The da 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 da. Oh yeah, you know it's. I love that. It works. Section, it's actually. really effective. Yeah, and it, thank God they substituted that because <laughs> <laughs> there's bits that works in the film. It's got a definite. I think Eric Serra's music. I don't mind some of it. Ser- yeah, some of it works. It's the stuff in the facility, I quite like. The I do like that, and that's and got the Bond theme again. Yeah, when it's introduced, and Brosnan is the new actor. We spoke about that feeling of the Soviet sound and the big sort of the gong i don't know how else to describe it it's that kind of like i don't know there's an echoey sound to it yeah but um that is there in the beginnings of the film and it sets up the sort of the soviets again as the villains and it feels very it it again works for those scenes i think Mm -hmm. but then we spoke about where it doesn't work now right after your amazing title song from tina turner and things like that it goes straight into that car sequence which Do is, your impression of that again? Oh, <laughs> yeah, something like that. And it's like, oh, that's our oddity. That bit for sure. So weird. It's like, ah, oh, it's probably similar to the one you're describing that was going to be possibly used for the tank sequence. The tank sequence one's a whole new level. Aye, it's, it's nuts. It's really strange. Um, so that is quite jarring. And do you know one of the uh, the most jarring bits is the end credits song, the experience of love, which there's it doesn't fit at all again. I don't think I've no I can't remember. Um I don't know, I always find a lot of end credits songs sometimes that you switch off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That by that point I've had my enjoyment, I don't mind it. But yeah, overall it's uh, an interesting score and it is very uh very divisive there's a lot of critics for it which at the time when i as a kid i never picked up on this yeah. stuff and i didn't know so i was just in love with the film it couldn't see any flaws and then i started reading up on it or what critics had said about the score and i realized and I, then i listened to it and i was like oh yeah that's maybe not so great but uh moving on his second film tomorrow never dies this is cheryl crow 
isn't it? Yep. Again, I like this one. I don't think it's as, as good as Tina the Tina Turner the Goldeneye theme, but I think most films for me aren't going to hit that that point. Just f- where I was when I watched that film. But yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies is a, a fine theme. It, it feels very Bond like. I think I think it suits. It suits. Yeah, I like it. It's good, and the animation is very. It's very much the the information age it was nineteen ninety seven. A lot of the film revolves around uh, the you know mass media and the, the way this um, technology. Rupert Murdoch type character is utilizing technology to start World War Three. And there's just the images. It's like all these moving digital stuff. It it fits the vibe. It's a good song. I like. I personally like Cheryl Crow a lot as a singer. And the, the actual score of the film, this is one of the most memorable recent Bond films. They, they use the Bond theme a lot. The, the actual score, by, I think it was the first one by David Arnold, who did a few, is outstanding in parts. And although it's not maybe one of the most memorable Bond films, I think one of the best scores, oh, scores. in the fa- yeah. fast action sequences, particularly the first half. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, that film is one that I struggle to remember a lot. I remember the opening sequence in a hangar or something maybe i'm getting mixed up the world is not the, enough it's an arms bazaar yeah it's like an arms snow. deal yeah yeah which is a great one of the best bond pre-title sequences see every film's got its certain strengths aye well i think the brosden films always opened really well maybe not die another day but um i can't remember that one but so yeah okay so on to the world is not enough then this is this one garbage Yep. Yeah. I I think again a bit a, a slight departure again from tomorrow. No, tomorrow never dies. Yeah, it was round about this time. Around about the time tomorrow never dies. That was when I thought the the themes were starting to take a turn and becoming a bit blander. And only really picked up again with Casino Royale. I think. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say there's a general decline in the quality of the films. I'm still a relative fan of film. Garbage. All right. It's not. It's not. One of the most hard-hitting ones no. for me. Uh, that film, I used to always think was my second favourite of the Brosnan films. I'm interested to think if I rewatch them, I wonder if it's Tomorrow Never Dies instead. I, I'm not sure. But yeah, it's it's fine. Serviceable, but again, not hard-hitting. And now we hit... Aha. Well, I mean, you talk about going for it, right? Now, there's an element of you can give some credit to trying to change things up a bit, because we have just you know kind of described the garbage song as a little samey bland things like that serviceable words like that well this you could not describe the next one in the same vein die another day yeah there's there's trying something different and then there's just missing the missing the point i think i, I think anyway i don't feel this this song works at all it, and, and it's completely misjudged especially even when you we watched the title sequence and those yeah. the animation and things like that doesn't work it totally yeah because it's got throughout the title sequence it's got bond been tortured by the koreans <laughs> and that it just totally doesn't fit the song it's going the complete opposite direction and in its own right that it's a good madonna song it's just not a good bond song at all it doesn't it just doesn't fit that whole that again this is a there's a sequence to the start of the film it really went dark bond getting thrown in some dark room and tortured by by the koreans and that it's the completely wrong song and i think part of the reason die another day gets slammed so much is for that song and the fact madonna appeared in the film if that if it'd been a different if it'd been a real quality title song then 
that I think the the general opinion of that film would be a lot higher. I wonder if that is partly to do with my feelings in the film because I remember at the time watching it, I thought it was okay. I didn't have the sort of animosity and towards it that I kind of have built up over the years. Just I don't know what's what's helped that. If it's other people's sort of weighing in on it, and then I've kind of then my opinion of it changed. I didn't think it was a great film. I was always a little like thrown by the seriousness and the the real like because I couldn't think from a continuity point of view i wasn't sure how long bond was in captivity mm. i thought at the time i thought i'm sure it was like nine years or something but you said it's not so long i'm pretty sure it's a lot shorter no. than that but but, but, but like me, at the, the point i was just like what's going on here and i feel like they'd lost the thread a bit um but then it was that was coupled with this horrendous techno william orbit sounding <laughs> um you know theme song that did not fit with with what we we're watching and then yeah, for me it's like this. This is a film that starts off pretty good, and it's a completely new angle. Bond actually getting imprisoned and going through hell. So all good, all's fine. On comes the song, and immediately your opinion of the film just just nose dives. And that so that if you're watching the film, if it gets off to such a bad start, that's not going to keep you in a good mood for the rest of the film. So mm. that's part of the problem. Yeah, that song just is the the flying the ointment. It's it's an interesting argument then. So to far make. up to that point in the film, I mean, like the the idea that how important the song is actually now to, to these to these films in a way. Like it's yes, you probably could as an argument, you know. The rest of the film, how much you know minutes do you have, and you can easily win back people if the song's poor and stuff like that. But it, obviously, there's an argument to be made that how important the song is to to your enjoyment of the film and things like that. And when it goes catastrophically wrong, it does have you suddenly lose confidence in the film. So yeah, that's that's the Brosnan era summed up with uh, an unfortunate end and die another day. I guess I'll die another day. Thankfully, the franchise didn't die because, and you know, a lot of people have said, thank God for Die Another Day, because if it hadn't got to that low point, you would have never got Daniel Craig and mm. the 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 real, again, a real I... revitalization. And, it's, it was, and yet again, the tone of Bond was changing completely, going from a more lighthearted portrayal to a serious portrayal with Daniel Craig, you know, going back to, you know, the Timothy Dalton, Ian Fleming style. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When did I, uh, sorry, Casino Royale come out? What year was that released? It was either 2005 or... Two, I, I, I think it was 2006. I think it's 2006, yeah. So that was, what, a four-year gap? Yeah, a bit of a gap. They they obviously had to get themselves reorganised. Yeah. In my head, there was a longer gap for some reason. I thought it was about six years at least, but it obviously wasn't. It just as a kid at the time, you know, at that point, you're, you want to soak up every Bond thing you mm-hmm. can get, and I was wanting to play games and stuff based on the franchise, and then suddenly there's no film. In fact, I remember, I think EA at the time had a license to Bond games and they were bringing out mm-hmm. their own games with their own story because there was no film to base it on, but they paid for the license for Bond. So mm-hmm. a- Agent Under Fire and Nightfire were completely their own Bond story. Um, but yeah, so Casino Royale comes out and it understandably blows people away. It was the sort of thing, what GoldenEye done in the 90s, Casino Royale done 10 years later. 11 years later. Changed that up, went for a different grounded... Uh, even watching the, the title sequence, there's no silhouetted naked woman. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a new style as well, and 
you know, and really going for the casino gambling vibe, all mm-hmm. the cards and all that. Yeah, it's more deadly. There's still the guns and the sort of knife fight it was showing and things like that. But yep, it's it's hit, leaning towards that the casino and style of of Bond and things like that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that that song. I've so, always really admired Chris Cornell as a sound you know Soundgarden audio sleeve as as bands and yeah a bit of a change again going for you know a a, a rock and roll singer but it works really well. And this is definitely one of the more memorable title songs and and you know the modern ish bond era yeah uh chris cornell uh yep i was a great fan uh, yeah god rest his soul i know uh, tragic obviously end um but soundgarden and audio slave uh i know i was a great fan of and his voice i've, I've seen him live and great voice bloody hell he's 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 fantastic he, he was fantastic unfortunately um that song is this the first Bond theme that doesn't say the name of the title in the song? I'm sure this no, one. No, it's not. But um, this is—is is it? You know my name. Is the name of the song? Yeah, and the the, the lyrics are 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 Bondy, and it, it's it seems to be kind of describing Bond's character and the 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 darker character of you know of the Ian Fleming original Ian Fleming style which um Danny Boy portrays for the next four films and mm-hmm. fifth one uh, coming soon is it fifth yeah fifth one yeah it's Hopefully a soon. it's a complete rebranding isn't it and um reestablishing of what you know we think of bond i i like the theme um it wasn't it was a slow burn for me in the sense that I, when i first heard it i was wanting your you know Sorry, are we talking about Quantum now? No, no. <laughs> oh, right, I thought we'd... No, I'm still talking about uh, Casino Royale's theme. Um, you know my name, but you know, I thought it was okay at the time. It's grown on me, but at the time I wasn't a big fan of it. We'll move on to Quantum now that you've mentioned it. This is Jack White and Alicia Keys. Yeah, I think that's our first duet of mm. two different singers, which is interesting. Yeah, and that seems so obvious. <laughs> that seems like something that should have happened a long time ago. I know. Yeah, this song... This is the film I haven't seen the film in full. I've only seen the first half hour, I think, of the film. Uh, but it's also one that I know is not is not a popular film. It's uh, one of the weaker entries, especially in Craig's his four year four film gamut. Yeah, the second film for a new Bond actor, they they have to hit the ground running. Well, I can't. You can't really criticize Daniel Craig's performance. It did the the writers didn't give him a powerful vehicle for which to you know really establish himself his second film i think it'll be interesting when we eventually get to that one as well and what we think of it but from a song point of view it was it was fine i, I don't again it didn't didn't blow me away i'll admit yeah it was it was good it didn't set the hair alight it was interesting the duet style i think jack quite and alicia keys are great singers mm-hmm mm-hmm um, it had a bonding vibe to it. Yeah, that's it true. Right. It did. It felt a bit more tailored to a little more of the Bond sound. Say that the Casino Royale theme did not. That was just a completely different uh, feel to that song. The third film in then. This is one that I like. Uh, Skyfall. Adele. Now I first heard this and I I loved it. I just yeah. I think to me this is back to a more typical Bond sounding theme. And I, yeah, I liked it. I just think she, she's a great singer. She's got a great voice, and I like the the title sequence that goes with it, the sort of the underwater animation and things like that. So you're not as a big a fan of this one. I'm not a big fan. No, I, I don't. 
I'm not a great fan of Adele's voice. That's just sort of personal preference. I find this song a bit of a tepid affair, really. I like the piano. I think the, the verses promise a stronger chorus that we don't really get. Listen to that second time there. I was a little underwhelmed. I thought, in my memory, it was a bigger chorus. But it wasn't quite... When I listened to it, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, Probably but... the, the songs that I, I tend to dislike are the, the ones where the chorus falls flat a bit and mm. that's a good example yeah I, I can i can see your point there and i can understand that and the final film we've we've got there on the end spectre sam smith what's the name of this one again it's the writings on the wall there we go the writings on the wall um this is for me not one of the greatest i i think the song composition and things are fine and great and there's some good stuff in there i'm not a fan of sam smith's voice what what you were saying about adele is how i feel about sam smith yeah um i think he has some great songs i'm not really it's not really my style but it doesn't work for me in this 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 theme song a bit too high possibly and i don't really like the composition of it i think it's inordinately long it's not there should they should just keep it more simple a verse than chorus it takes too long to get to the chorus by which time you've kind of lost interest in the song i think oh that's actually a good point the, the, again chorus falls flat mm, yeah okay yeah that's a, that's a good point so a bit of a whimper on the in the end um that's kind of a there's a lot of hits and a lot of misses with these themes isn't there um but we are hoping do we even have an announced singer for Bond 25? I, th- I don't think so. In between explosions and people breaking their legs and all sorts of stuff going on on this film, it's, uh, it's a bit, had a bit of a tumultuous time. New yeah, like a lot of 007 mm. adventures. Yeah, but um, no, no further news on that. Actually, I was thinking, as we do eventually more podcasts, we'll try and have a little section where we sort of update you on the progress of this film do casting think, news and things like that do you think you'll see Danny Boy jumping across the back of crocodiles ever or um, or you know much underwater sequences um, a jetpack anything like that can you, can you ever think, imagine it Cause it looked as though Spectre starting to maybe get a bit more classic Bond like yeah you wonder it's hard to predict where they're going to go are they going to lean back into the, the more Moore and Brosnan-esque kind of slight silliness mm-hmm. or are they going to bring it back to that grounded level it started with in Casino Royale that'll be interesting I wonder if cause Skyfall had dealt with Bond feeling like he was getting past it yeah which is interesting it was only his third film in and it's kind of the rebranded version of this. I was kind of a little confused. Yeah, I was because it's it's making out of the start of Casino Royale. That's him just got his double O status and making his first or the like what third kill at the mm-hmm. start, which gives you the double O status. So, which I find that is a bit odd. So now uh, this film surely has to do with him feeling like he's past the uh, actor is noticeably aging. Um, you know, better than most people, but uh, you know he's going to be. Is he in his 50s now? I think he is, isn't he? Could be, or late, maybe late, late 40s. 40s. Getting on a bit. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. But uh, why don't we predict who's going to be the uh, the next Bond theme? So we can have it on record who we predicted. Who's going to be the... Yeah, perform- Skepta, maybe. Oh, you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah. I think it's going to be... I'm saying Skepta. Mm. Mm, let me think. I mean, who's popular? <laughs> Ariana Grande. Kind of grand, maybe. Uh, something like that, kind of. Yeah, there's uh, J- 
Justin Bieber. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah. Or they get no Gallagher. His last album, there's some songs actually that I can feel. He really could. If, or if he um, did a sort of collaboration with, with someone, I had a mad thought actually when I was uh, shaving this morning. I imagine like either Liam or Noel Gallagher because not not just like oh God. I, don't know, song, I don't know about Liam <laughs> I mean I, I just I thought like if they collaborated with someone else that's maybe a good composer you know mm-hmm. one of the they're more sort of uh, went for more melodic effort I don't know yeah. there's no there's there's no current musicians that really fill me with a lot of confidence for maybe the Bono Bono on the Edge should uh, finally yeah that would that would be great yeah get you too all right let's now go and vote on our top tens we're going to compile each of us are going to compile our own top ten or film theme list come back and compare notes we'll assign points based on a ranking system and we'll then have a collective top ten based on the uh, decisive top 10 list we've created so that'll be interesting we'll be back very shortly then and we are back for the final part of our bond music marathon review now we have in the uh, interim period collated our lists our top 10 lists with a one or two honourable mentions. We haven't discussed which films we've put in the list, so this will be interesting, uh, Gordon. Let's start with number 10. Number 10. What's your number 10? My number 10 is Casino Royale. That's amazing. That's also my number 10. Yeah, I thought it would be higher <laughs> than yours. Nope, it's... Uh, you've it, been... <laughs> yep, uh, there's a few that you'll probably surprise with because I think... In my discussion of them, maybe they were underwhelming, but the more I thought about them, I decided they were in the top 10. So some surprise, I think, yeah. ones. But um, no, Casino Royale feels like it didn't blow me away, but I completely recognise the significance it did with changing up the the Bond, the, re, the rebranding and things like that. So that fits, and that's why it's number 10 for me. I forgot to say, we're going to sign a point system, so number 10 gets one point, so both of us having it's number 10. Casino Royale has two points, so there's a chance it's going to be in the collective top ten. And so number one will have ten points and yes, like mirrored. Yeah. Number nine then, I'll go from Russia with love. And number nine's Thunderball. Okay, so that's interesting. Two different number nines. Number eight, what did you have? On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh well, interesting. What HMSS? I had Diamonds Are Forever. Shirley Bassey Hmm? pulling through. Uh, There's no way it was ever going to get into my top 10, but... No, I think I, I liked it. Um, I think Shirley's voice is, is always going to make it a, a great theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's probably why. It's, again, I'm it's thinking not, of... Certainly not bad. No, certainly not. Uh, okay, I'll go next then with the uh, the sixth favourite film. No, Seventh. We just yes. Seventh. Number seventh for me is the world is not enough. Garbage. Yeah, that was one of the ones I was hinting at in terms of. I wasn't completely blown away by it, but the more I thought about it, no, I still it feels Bond enough to me, and it was catchy, and it's yeah, I like it, and I think represents Scotland as well with the with garbage. Got to get that. And then immediately after, I think it it shows you. The, the castle, Eel and Donan, or however you pronounce it. It's interesting because um, I recently went to 
I got close to the the location with the helicopter scene from the end of From Russia with Love and our, our guy on Butte. Um, I'm going to go back there soon to hopefully get close to it. And you're you're going to be up that that neck of the woods where that castle is, mm-hmm. and which you should hopefully get a bit closer to than I got to. With yeah, I'm looking forward Russia to that. If, if I'm close enough, I might try and make it a point to go and visit it. We'll see. But uh, yep, so that's number seven. Uh, did you say your number seven? did i um i don't think so from russia with love ah right okay so my number nine is your number seven interesting we'll uh we'll collate the points and uh, after this as well number six then what's your number six golden eye golden eye number six that's crazy crazy talk <laughs> uh skyfall for me uh adele i think it's uh a worthwhile top 10 entry um just outside the top five for me okay then now we're we're getting real close to the the classics you can announce first then your number five die another day <laughs> what <laughs> we're shutting this podcast down <laughs> number five is da, 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 da. you only live twice oh interesting it's uh tomorrow never dies for me I'm keeping it more modern, aren't I? With yeah, some you of these definitely picks. are. Yeah. Uh, that would probably, yeah. It's uh, for me. It's one of my. It's I really like the 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 theme, and I think, it, like I said, it, it fitted with those that title sequence as well. Fitted with what we spoke about the the actual media and stuff in the film. All right then, number four for me, Goldfinger, and yeah, we're getting into real classic territory now. And for me, it's got to be the untouchable spy who loved me. Mm. Yep, yep. Uh, no, well, nobody does it better. Sorry, the name of the song. I remember who it was. It's Carly Simon. Okay, all right, yep. Uh, so now we're top three. You want to go with this one? My number three is... I put live there, but I, then I thought it said like, lice for license. It's not lice. It's live and let die. Match. I also have live and let die. Ah, that's absolute classic for me. That was uh, only, of course, beaten by two other films, which I will announce my number two is Doctor No, the original Bond theme. Now, this we were we had the discussion about this. Does this in- get included? Because it's quite clearly going to be either one or two, isn't it? It was going to be, and does it count as one of the themes? To me, we're doing this as a project. This film counts. So we discussed it at the beginning, and that's part of the yeah. So number two for me, only beaten by one song, which is probably obvious. Um, just from my personal yeah. introduction to Bond, what's your number two? I didn't know you ranked you only live twice that high, but <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Unless um, it's quite clear this one was going to be in my number one or number two. Unless you've been living under a rock, you can't es- escape it, and. It's that absolute classic Goldfinger number yeah. two. I, f- I feel like I'm doing it a disservice by ranking it fourth even. Um, it probably, there's an argument made that it could have been higher, but I couldn't. Uh, those f- other three were cemented. Uh, now, number one then. You want to go, what's your number one? My number one, I mean, it's got to be the, the classic James Bond, original James Bond theme from Doctor No. And I, I don't know why. It must have been the order I saw the films. It uh, just really kind of tickled me, and it went on. It was used, you know, in largely the same style for, um, I think the first first seven films, including Her Majesty's Secret Service. 
and it, it's just that yeah that's really just untouchable for me it's it's got to be number one and we've it's spurred so many variations hasn't it even more more modern version with with Daniel Craig and Brosnan yeah I mean it's crazy in my head actually when I think about it that I've put it second the, the golden eye theme in some ways is somehow better but I, I this is a personal list and it's just one of those things where you know golden eye is 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 my number one and it's yeah you're probably sick of hearing me talk about how much i love that film it's in my top 10 favorite films of all time it, it introduced me to bond and the theme as well as as part of that so it was my number one but it's touch and go honestly between the doctor no original classic bond theme and that you know if i think of significance in terms of the, the what the theme is to the Bond franchise well there's no question it's the Bond original Doctor No theme mm-hmm. undoubtedly there's no argument there but you know just off the, the top list um, you know give it to Goldeneye I reckon now we're going to quickly we'll turn the mics off again compile where those the films lie in terms of points to compile the collective top 10 list we'll give a couple of the honorable mentions as well oh yeah good uh, yep. i was gonna say yep, my, a couple for me which almost made the list were a view to a kill a very unique 80s take on bond brilliantly performed by duran duran and license to kill just had a very bonding feel and i actually i feel that it it brought the darkness of that film back down to earth a bit and remind us of um you know this was still classic bond Mm -hmm. for me thunderball tom jones i think that was uh i was humming and hawing about where that was going to go if it was going to go in there uh the title sequence i quite enjoyed it's quite a watery vibe yeah doesn't it and all the films underwater it's not just just the the sort of the horns and everything and then the the watery animation Mm -hmm. the blue it's like the way the golden eye titles of is just gold and goldfinger's all gold but thunderbolt's all blue watery uh, yeah that's exactly ocean. when you think of the film just instant that's the color i'm thinking of so it's there's an a, 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 a association there and the other one is young live twice which i'm probably doing a disservice to by having it not in the top 10 it's not getting any points for being an honorable mention but um I'm yeah i just come up in your estimation because um you, you weren't too keen when you first no yesterday I think it's one of those things where, yeah, I, I, I still, I do like the theme. I just, it, it's, it's not. Just get Robbie bit. Williams out of your head. Just yeah. enjoy that <laughs> that's, that's, song. Robbie yeah, Williams, exactly. forget him. He's well. They obviously based on the Robbie Williams song. That's with it's clearly. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they yeah. did. Yeah. So that's our top tens. Person, our own personal top tens. Now we're going to quickly collate the points and see where the capiche top ten Bond themes end up. Back in a sec. back for hopefully the final time for our bond music marathon review we have now collated the points from our top 10 listings and now we're going to read them out where did capiche's bond theme music finalists end up all right you want to read out uh, number 10 gordon so number or oh, number 10 in fact, in it fact, was, yeah it was start at the bottom yeah yeah it was start at the bottom yeah. but also read out the honorable mentions that didn't we didn't collate them did we the ones that didn't get any where they were less than like um well, my honourable mentions were viewed to kill and license to kill. Ones with points, uh, they didn't quite make it into the top 10. The collaborative top 10 were Honor Majesty's Secret Service, Probably. Uh, Thunderball. I think Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever. 
and Casino Royale. Both of yeah, us, surprisingly, both of us. That's, a, that's an interesting one. Both of us put it in our top ten. Only got one point each, though, so it didn't make the final top ten. But now let's let's read number ten. The world's not enough, and four points. There you go. I bet you're surprised at that one. <laughs> I don't mind it. It's and it's a it's a great film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a good. We've got a good mix here of classics and more modern. So we're kind of covering a lot yeah. of different eras. Number nine, then. Number nine, we've got Skyfall. Skyfall again. These are my votes that are creeped into the bottom ones. I uh, like it, yeah. Adele of Skyfall, number nine, and number eight from Russia with love. <laughs> Number eight. <laughs> Are we going to have to try and sing the rest of these? No, nah, sorry, I'm just. It's <laughs> interesting. Daff. Um, from Russia with Love, then number eight, and uh, with the sort of instrumental that leads into the Bond theme at the end, which I really liked. Yep. Number seven. Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow never dies. Right. Okay. Number. Six. Number six, we've got Yoked. You only live twice. You only live twice. Uh, that was one of my honourable mentions. That actually helped it because I think that drew with uh, was it drew with one of them, didn't it? We popped that up against. Yes, he was close to that. That was in six points too. So we've got from Russia tomorrow never dies, and you only live twice, all in six points. Mm-hmm. So that's like almost like a relegation dog fight there. Yeah. But they've, they've managed to stay up. So. Uh, you only live twice because it was voted as an honorable mention by me that gave it the not the, you know propped it up above the others uh number five then now we're in the top five is that right have i missed the one yeah number five spy who loved me mm-hmm. classic uh this is now right into the classics i think we're there's not many modern ones left and there's a big wait till you see the gulf so it's spy who loved me number was that was only a point ahead? That was seven points. Number five, and number four, we've got Goldeneye and fifteen points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our top four were almost the same, just slightly different order. Really, we kind of voted the top four of the same yeah. films. Number so like the yeah. Europa League places were decided long ago. By the looks of things, like <laughs> the the fourth, the Gulf there between Goldeneye, the Spy Love was never going to catch. No, nah, no, nah. the the mid tier battles was was where that was fighting, and that yeah. you know that dominated there. But no. Goldeneye just beaten by the other top three, which I don't think it really was going to. It was close though, but yeah. number three then. So there was a bit of a battle for, I guess, the second Champions League place because we've got number number three in 16 points, we've got Live and Let Die. And then number two, also in 16 points, we've got Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. So we both voted Live and Let Die three. I feel like that wants it in third place uh you voted goldfinger number Second, two so yeah. that to me is what elevated it above so up in gold difference yeah and um ended up running away with a couple of games to spare of good doctor knows the <laughs> the the championship winner <laughs> the champions at well doctor knows so the original bond theme which is hardly surprising no i know that's why to me all in all it had to be included it had to be there um it's obvious then if you hadn't included it it would have been Goldfinger then but it would have been a tight one that was going to be an interesting one between Goldfinger and Live and Let Die but in the end you had to include that original theme and yeah it's number one and deservedly so yeah and World's Not Enough um, great film but relegation beckons at number 10 for yeah, that, unfortunately yeah well it's uh, it's got it's got another year but uh, yeah 
Yep, that, this was fantastic. Gordon, this has been great fun. We've really got a lot out of this one, actually. Yeah, mate, I've had a blast. And uh, we'll be back with the, the, the full thing mm-hmm. with um, Steve too and, and, and Fran. Fran, the man. We're hoping to try and get the From Russia With Love review uh, sorted soon. Uh, we're going to watch the film and do the podcast. Hopefully within the next maybe couple of weeks, we'll uh, try and schedule it in. I know our one listener is desperate to to hear what we think about the film. Yeah, and uh, that's that's going to call it. We're, we're, we're done. We're going to now go and get ready for a wedding. It's uh, till next time then. Till next time. See you later, 002. <laughs> I don't get Stephen time for the wedding. He's a dead man for sure. <laughs> or whatever it goes. License to kill. <laughs> All right then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.